Welcome to Echoes of Holiness podcast. Missed the, seemed like the service this morning. Amen, Brother Aaron. I didn't really have to be the only one that had to say anything this morning. Uh, but I feel like I do have a message on my heart. Uh, a lot of times, uh, I usually don't uh, struggle too much, I guess, from time to time. Sometimes I do with messages. Uh, about a week or two weeks ago, about two weeks ago, I guess, uh, the Lord uh, dealt with me. And a lot of times, uh, I made my wife nervous the other day, Brother Andrew. He, she was kind of getting cracked up at me. She said, uh, uh, talking about messages or something, I said something to her. I said, well, we'd, I don't really go with a bunch of messages lined out. It usually don't work that way for me. It don't. And uh, she got, oh my, <laughs> she got all tore up. And uh, I said, well, there's been times I've went and didn't even have nothing. I mean, I've prayed and fasted and just, I mean, I had something, uh, but I just didn't, I didn't feel it. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, just, uh, just how I am, I guess. But, uh, but about a week or two ago, the Lord got dealing with me. And he said on Sunday morning, he said, if I want you to preach this message. And um, I said, Lord, I, I talked on these lines last time I was there. And uh, I don't like, I guess, saying the same thing sort of over and over. And uh, that's kind of was my battle, I guess. Uh, but this is where I'm at. And uh, so I want to probably say some things. I said, I think around Thanksgiving I was here. I, I just testified, I think, that night on these lines. But uh, I want to kind of dig down a little deeper and kind of preach to you on these lines. And uh, I need the Lord's help. Uh, this, this morning I was praying. I said, Lord... Uh, I'm just a young man. There's uh, some mighty men out there that I got confidence in uh, that's, uh, that knows how to carry the gospel. Lord, I, I'm, I'm a nobody. Lord, would you help me to preach to these people? And uh, these words, I usually write down a few. A lot of times I'll write my title down and I'll write a couple verses down just to kind of get my, my thoughts in line there. But I said, Lord, Brother, Brother Art, it's, it's just words. If you don't get into the service, and it don't mean much, and I, but I, I'd really like to see God move with you. Hey, man, if you got your Bibles, go to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 35, verse number 8. We'll read two verses here, Isaiah 35 and verse number 8. The Bible said, and the highway shall be there in a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those the warfaring men, those fools shall not err therein. Nor lion shall be there, nor any grievous beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. Amen. Book of Matthew chapter 7, and I'll try to take my text. Matthew chapter 7. Amen. Very familiar scriptures here. Amen. Chapter 7, verse 13, he said, Enter into at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Many there be which go to thereat, because straight is the gate, narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns? Or figs of thistles. Amen. Very familiar scriptures here. There in the book of Isaiah, they begin to tell us about a highway. 
Amen. It shall be there. And on that highway, there's going to be a way. And that way shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over yet, but it shall be for those who wear fair men. Those fools shall not err therein. There's no lion shall be there, nor any ravens beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. Amen. Neither Lord's helped me this morning. I want to talk to you just for a little bit about an exit route. An exit route. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Several years ago, I guess, not years, years ago, but probably about four or five years ago, I had to go to Richmond, Kentucky. Part of my job, I, I teach. I have to, uh, there's a couple of safety classes every semester I have to teach. And part of those safety classes I do, uh, first aid, CPR, and AED, and all that stuff. But in that class, I teach OSHA 10 general industry and OSHA 30 general industry, industry laws and regulations and their guidelines for general industry. Part of that, Brother Aaron, they've got rules. I've got, a, I've got two of them, two copies in my office. Uh, it looks about the size of a family Bible. It's a general industry, 19, uh, their general industry law. And uh, every law in that, from bloodborne pathogen all the way up to uh, pedestal grinder safety, to the guards on skill saws, to safety ladders, it, it's in there. Uh, it's, there's, it's, it's very boring, but it's, all the laws and the rules are in there. And uh, a lot of times when you think you found the answer that you're in compliance with laws there, you probably need to read long further because there's usually a lot of gray areas and there's something there they'll, they'll get you on. And uh, Brother Aaron, but they begin to uh, tell us, we began the study there a couple years ago, and I, went, I was able to go. We had to go for two weeks training. Very boring. I mean, you could talk about safety uh, all day long to your blue in the face, but it is the responsibility of the employer uh, that they shall enforce it and that they shall enforce the guidelines upon their employees when it comes to, like, for instance, safety glasses. If you don't have them and you get hurt, OSHA's called in, and uh, the company is liable for you because it's their responsibility to make sure you wear your safety equipment. That's the way the rules and laws are wrote. Amen. But anyways, long story short, the, the guidelines of OSHA, the guidelines there, begins to tell us that they, they told me, they said, uh, Mr. Olinger, in this book, most majority of these rules and laws, it's wrote in blood. Somebody has got hurt. Somebody has been, uh, has been a casualty. Somebody has, has, has been uh, lost limbs, lost fingers. There's, there's reasons why we've got the laws in place. And uh, I want to tell you today that I, as I sit there, they begin to tell me about the laws that companies have to do when it comes to uh, having, you have to have plans, you have to have a HAZCOM plan, emergency action plan, you got to have all these other plans, lockout, tagout plans. The list goes on and on that a company the size of 10 employees and bigger has to have. They begin to tell us, Brother Aaron, they begin to go into all the details, said if you do not have documentations that you've had meetings, Safety meetings, then therefore OSHA says you didn't have a meeting. They began to tell us certain things, but what really got my attention, amen, as I sit there through all that, and again, it's boring. And, yep, bear with me, I'm trying to hurry. 
Amen. But Brother Andrew, they began to tell us some rules and guidelines. And we came to a part that we finally got to a part where they began to talk about, amen, the, the exit routes, fire exit routes, and fire exit access, and exits, and exit discharge. There's a reason why there is an exit sign. There is a reason why when you go to a public place, uh, Brother Daniel, there's a map on the wall, and you say, I've, I've been in room, I remember as a young boy, I went in a public place, I don't remember what, where I was even at now, and there was just a little bit of room, I walked in, and there was a map on the wall, and I said, well, how foolish, I know how to get out of this room, amen. But what I didn't realize was, if it's the first time I've ever been in that building, it may not be the room I don't know how to get out of, but how do I get out of this building, amen. There is an exit, amen. But knowing which way is to the exit sometimes can be very, very obstructed with things that should not be there. OSHA says that it has to be a continuous, unobstructed path of exit travel, any point of the workplace to the way of safety, including once you leave the exit discharge, you must be able to exit out into a refuge area, a place of safety. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a reason why we have those signs. Amen. Hallelujah. I need the Lord's help this morning. Amen. There's a reason, Brother Daniel, they're there. Amen. We look at them sometimes and don't think much about them. But in case of emergency, if the electricity goes out, there's supposed to be a battery backup system there. They're supposed to be checked annually one time a year. They're supposed to be able to stay on once the power goes out for 90 minutes. Uh, amen. Oh, but there's a reason why it's there. Amen. There, as they begin to tell me this, it began to change my way of thinking. Amen. A lot of times now, I don't care if it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Amen. I get into a hotel room. I like the bottom level. Amen. But Brother Andrew, there's times I'll say, all right, I ain't been in this hotel before. Which way, if I'll get to my room, which way is my way out of here? How do I find my exit? I know I came through the elevator. I understand that. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. But if there's an emergency tonight, how do I get out of here? Amen. So I'll go back out my door, Brother Andrew. Amen. And I'll find the stairway. Which way is the stairs? Okay, now... All right, I'm going to bed. I know my way out. And just in case there's a fire or some kind of emergency that takes place. Amen. Hallelujah. They began to tell me, said, if you are putting exit signs up, you have, if there's a, some reason there's a wall or, or a way the wall's built, you've got to put a sign there that says the exit's this way. You're on the right path. Keep coming. Keep going this way. Amen. You has to be posted, amen, so many times around, amen, the wall. Amen. So because if I'm in an emergency, I need to know my way out. Amen. There is an exit this morning. Amen. There is one this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Ark. They begin to tell me that under the policies that the that you have to write, Amen. The maps you got to have the maps there in different sections of the building, Amen. This 
this group of people that's on this floor, and this is their plan. This is their exit access. It cannot be obstructed. You can't have stuff in the hallways. You can't have boxes piled up. Uh, hallways have to be clean. Uh, amen. There's rules and guidelines because people have got killed trying to exit a building. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there is a place that they began to talk about to me, and it struck me. Amen. It, it, it began to, amen, stir me. When I went back to the hotel room, I wrote down some notes uh, several years ago. Amen, Brother Daniel. Amen. But they began to tell me that all but one of the most important things for an exit door and an exit sign, amen, the exit door cannot be covered up. Amen. It cannot be decorated up. You know how it is in holidays and Christmas and all those people, especially in the workplace, they'll begin to they'll put decorations on the door, make it look like a package or whatever different things they'll do. Amen. They'll destruct it. They'll cover it up. Amen. Not really knowing, not really realizing in case of an emergency. Uh, yeah, everybody else knows that's the exit door. Uh, but what about old Joe? Uh, amen's never been to the building before. Uh, and he walks in and all of a sudden there's a fire. Uh, all of a sudden there's a problem. Uh, amen. He don't know that that's the way out. Amen. Somewhere, but Osha begins to tell us there. Amen. Help me, Lord. But Osha begins to tell us that if it is not an exit, amen, on the way, on the exit route, and it looks like it could be an exit, it could be somewhat disguised, and it could really confuse you if you're in a panic mode. Amen. There has to be a sign placed upon that door that says this is not an exit. This is not a way out of this building. This is not the way you must go. Amen. This is not the way. This shall not be. It will be the way of death if you head down this road. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a reason why there's panic bars uh, on exit doors. Uh, if I've got several, there's a reason why that's there. Uh, if I've got 50 or 100 people and I'm running down a hallway, uh, I don't have time to stop and back the door up uh, and try to get all these people that's pushing against me, Brother Andrew. Uh, amen. There's a reason why it's there. Uh, amen. I need to be able to exit out of that building uh, and get to my refuge place, a place of safety. Uh, Amen. I must be able to exit fast and quick. Amen. Run for it, Brother Hart. I must be able to exit my place to safety. Hallelujah. I'll never forget as long as I live. Amen. It was so boring that all that weeks and that PowerPoint after PowerPoint. I was so sick of PowerPoints. Amen. You ever sat in some of those seminars? I mean, it's so boring. I sit there and they listen to, I mean, it was just eight hours a day. One day, finally, we took a break. He came back in. He said, now listen, if stuff bothers you, you can leave the room. Amen. If it troubles you to see somebody get killed, you can leave the room. You don't have to see this. But I want you to watch this, if you will. He said it ain't but about three to four minutes long. He said it's not very long, but it's raw footage from a video from a cell phone. Amen. A young man went to uh, amen, a con con concert. Uh, 
Amen, Brother Bannon. Amen, there. Amen, it starts off, the clip that he showed the whole class that day, it starts off as a rock band begins to play. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's jumping. And they're hollering for their greatest song. Amen. But as the rock man begins to play, fireworks begin to come out as part of the show. But the problem was there was too many people in that building. It was overcrowded. And the main problem was too many people and not enough exits. Amen. That was the issue. That was the problem there, Brother Aaron. Amen. It was too many people and not enough exits. Uh, are you hearing me? Uh, amen. As I began to see this, my heart was rent, even though it had been several years past. Uh, amen. Probably now, about seven, eight years ago. But there was laws in place, Brother Stephen. This should not be taking place. Yeah. But the laws were broke. Uh, amen. There they had packed them in, Brother Scott. Uh, they had packed them in. Uh, and as the fire begins to rage instantly, I'm telling you, the truth. Amen. Instantly, Brother Daniel, there's about 45 seconds. That's it. 45 seconds from the time that the fire starts to the time that anybody else that don't get out of that building, they got 45 seconds. That's it. A lot of times we think of fires, we think we've got plenty of time to get out of a building. A lot of times it's faster than what we realize. It's like a matchbox. I mean, it just goes off. Amen. But there, I watched as the young boy realized, hey, something's wrong. And he bypasses about 50 people as he makes his way down a hallway. Amen. Instantly, fire alarms go off. Amen. All the problems. Amen. Again, you can see people starting to finally realize, wait a second. They're drunk. Amen. Not just on cares of life, but they're drunk. Naturally, some of them are. Amen. So their mobility, their way of thinking. Amen. They're not, you can't hardly reason with them, so they're confused. Amen. Smoke begins instantly within about 20, 30 seconds. Begins to feel from the top. Instantly it's down here. And what happens? People begin to panic. Amen. There's about 180, I don't know, 200 people there. They begin to run down a little narrow hallway that was not designed for that many people. And they're struggling and they're tripping and they're falling. Brother Scott, amen, it looks horrible. You can see the problem's starting to start. Amen. And there, as they begin to push and shove, amen, after about 45 seconds, one by one, they began to get stuck in the doorway. Literally within about a minute and a half, there's 50 to 60 people stuck from all directions of that doorway. Brother Mary, amen, they cannot get out. There's about 30 behind them uh, that's pushing behind them, Brother Art. Uh, they're shoving uh, and they're packing them in tighter uh, as the smoke and the flames begin to come. Uh, amen. They begin to push uh, and scream and push. Uh, and one of the guys there kind of made mention. Uh, he said, why didn't somebody drive a truck through the side of the wall? Uh, why didn't somebody do this? Uh, you can see one of the men, he takes his coat off. Uh, he's a pulling a guy. He's breaking his arm trying to get Get him unstuck. Amen. It begins to panic, begins to set in, and they don't realize it. But there was another exit. 
Amen. They didn't realize it, Brother Andrew. Van walked away free. Walked out to refuge. <laughs> there was a girl comes out of there, Brother Art. She's drunk. You can tell just the way she acts. Amen. She's so upset. She's run her hands through her face, through her hair. She's got soot on her hands, on her face. You can tell she's upset. You can't hear what she's saying, but she's throwing her arms up in the air. And behind her is about 80 people. I don't know how many, 70, 80 people that's fixed to slip into eternity. And what she didn't realize, she was one of the very few that made it out. Amen. Amen. Trucks are parked and cars are parked in front of the building. Amen. They can't, the firemen, when they get there in about four minutes, uh, they can't even get up to the front. Amen. So they're bringing hoses around trucks and cars, trying to, amen. And, and what to my amazement was, uh, about 80% of the men that got out, uh, they're confused. They're in shock. They don't know what to do. They're just kind of walking around like, I don't know what to do. Amen. What it was, there was too many people in that building and not enough exits, Brother Andrew. It'll ever be etched in my mind. That boy runs around with his cell phone to the side of the building. It's probably been, I don't know, not even two minutes. And he runs around and he hollers in one of the side doors, which was an exit. They did not know it was there. And he says, anybody in there? Anybody in there? He hollers again. And I'm telling you, amen, the screams that he records. Uh, and the boy on his breath says, oh, Lord, have mercy. And he runs back. He can't take it. He runs back to the room. Uh, Amen. As they begin to burn literally alive in that building. Amen. Hallelujah. I come to tell you today, there is an exit. And what you're looking at and where you're at is not an exit. Amen. That's the reason why they put signs on doors. I ain't got 20 seconds to waste when it comes time for an emergency. Amen. To find my way running down the hallway. Amen. And try my best and say uh oh I went the wrong way oh no amen so I got 20 more seconds to get back but I'm telling you you may not have that amen hallelujah there is an exit there is an exit route but that's not an exit They'll go to drugs. They'll go to alcohol. Saying, there's me a door. Surely. Oh, honey. I know my way. This is the right way. Amen. Amen. And we'll turn down that door. And it's not an exit. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me this morning? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the God of heaven. Hallelujah. If you've ever heard it, I don't I don't recommend you really to see that. Amen. Unless you unless you are strong, I guess. I'm telling you, it bothered me for weeks, Brother Arndt. Amen. I, 
especially as a preacher, a lot of them guys has probably just shrugged it off. They, you know, it, but to me, I knew that that's not Hollywood. That wasn't acting. Amen. It was three minutes. Amen. A pure life. I watched one by one. Amen. And the thing that really got me was, there's a guy. Amen. Comes off. He finally gets loose from the building, from the door. And he is totally, totally engulfed in flames as he steps off the steps and falls over the boundaries. Amen. Totally. There is an exit this morning. But where you're at, that's not an exit. Amen. Are you hearing me? The devil has disguised many doors and said, right there's an exit, young man, young lady. Right there's a door. Right there's where you need to go. Right there's where you need to go. Out there in the world, that's, that's a good place to go. That's a refuge. That's an exit. Out of all your storms, out of all your troubles, there's an exit. Amen. Hallelujah. In the book of Acts, uh, y'all pray for me. In the book of Acts, chapter 20, Amen. Chapter 27. Very familiar scriptures here. I'm not going to read it all. Amen. They come upon a storm called Eurachodon. I don't know. It could have been a hurricane. They named it. Uh, amen. They began to talk about the storm. Uh, amen. These were very seasoned seamen. Uh, they understood, Brother Daniel, how to ride the sea. Uh, amen. But somewhere here, uh, Amen. The Bible said when there are neither sun or stars, many days appear. You ever been there? Amen. You're in a storm. You're in a storm of your life. And you're trying your best. How do I get out of this storm? How do I get out of this problem? How in the world do I do this? Amen. Amen. There. Amen. Sun, many days appear. No small tempest laid on us. All hope that we should be saved was then taken away. There ain't no hope now, Brother Stephen. All hope that we should be saved was then taken away. But after a long absence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, uh, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed a creed and have gained this harm and loss. Uh, now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life uh, among you but of the ship. But there stood by me this night the angel of God who I am and who I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar. Lo, God hath given them all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sir, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. How about we should be cast upon a certain island? But when the fourteen night was come, are you hearing me? Fourteen nights. Amen. As we were driven up and down and in about midnight, the ship them deemed that we drew near to some country, sounded and found it twenty fathoms. When they had gone a little further, they sounded again and found it fifteen fathoms. Then fearing lest we should fall upon rocks, they cast for four anchors out of the stern and wished for the day. Listen to this. As the shipmen were about to flee out of the ship, when they had let down the boat into the sea, under the color of those that they would have cast anchors out of the foreship, Paul said unto the centurion, to the soldiers, Except these abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. Then the soldiers cut off the ropes of the boat and let her fall. I'm preaching more than one today. You hear me? Stay in the ship. That's not an exit to leave the house of God. 
Are you hearing me? It's not an accident. Out there is a way of death. Amen, Brother Hart. It's a way of nothing but destruction. Lies that wait. I wonder what happened. Them old boys thought, boy, I tell you what, there ain't no hope for us here. Amen. We're all going to perish. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Let's get this little boat. We're going to drop it out here and we're going to get out of here. We're going to slip. Amen. Oh, let me ask you a question. Amen. Is it really worth leaving the house of God? Is it really worth walking away and saying, I'll go somewhere else. I'll do this. I'll go here. I'm in a storm, Brother Stephen. I'm in trouble. I've got hardship. I've got trouble. That's not an exit. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Well, Brother Stephen, I can pray at home. I'll read my Bible at home. I'll come every once in a while. That's not an exit. Listen to me. Listen to me, please. We all got different opinions from time to time. Are you hearing me? You may disagree with me. That's fine. Amen. But let's stay in the ship. You hear me? Amen. You're not going to be able to survive out there. Amen. Are you hearing me today? Amen. So many times the devil will come to you and say, right here's an exit, son. Right here's where you need to go. Right here's what you need to do. You're a man. You can handle it. You can do this. You know exactly what you're doing. Amen. But that's not an exit, my friend. That's not an exit. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, I need your help this morning. Amen. Amen. I read over there where... Job, all the things that began to happen to him, one by one, I barely escaped Job to tell you this trouble. It began to hit him one by one. <laughs> and his wife offered him and the devil an exit. Right here's your way out of this, Job. Right here. Here's your door. Here's your exit. All I want you to do is curse God and die. Just curse him. Curse him for all the problems you've got. Curse him for all the trouble you've got. There's your exit. Amen. But what did Job do? He didn't take that exit, did he? Amen. He realized that's not the exit. Matter of fact, Job said this. I looked before me. I looked behind me. I looked to the right and I looked to the left. He couldn't see which way he was needed. He couldn't find him. He said, but nevertheless, he knows the way that I take. Praise God. Amen. I'm telling you, church, there is an exit today. There is a way out. There is a way out of your heartache. You're out of your storm. There is a way out of where you're at today. Amen. Amen. What about it, Joseph? They done you wrong, boy. Sold you down there in slavery. There you are. Things are looking better for you now. Amen, Brother Andrew. I mean, things are looking up. Put him head of the house. 
We know the story. She began to talk to him. No. Began to, the Bible said, daily. Daily. He had to listen to that. Day after day, he'd go in, and there she was. She'd talk to him. That's not an exit. That's not an exit. They done you wrong. You just need to take this door. I don't know what all she told him, but she smooth talked to him, but he wouldn't listen. That's not an exit. That's my, not my way out. Yes, I'm in Egypt, but that's not my way out of here. Amen. Amen. Finally, she lied on him. We know the story. Can you imagine having to carry that? Even though he was in prison. Amen. He's carrying this lie on him. Amen. You're the one. That, why did you? How in the world? I didn't. Well, that's what the whole town says. I didn't take that door. Amen. But for a long time, Brother Andrew, he was down there in that dungeon. Amen. There, brother, brother, amen. Andrew, he began to wonder, oh God, I didn't take that sign, I didn't take that door that said not an exit. I tried my best to live right. And here I'm at. Finally, one day we know the story. The butler and the baker began to tell my dreams. He begins to tell the Amen the butler. He said, please remember me. Two more years pass. Can you imagine him? Lord, I didn't do nothing wrong. But the Lord was working on an exit plan for him. Are you hearing me? He caused the whole entire area of that time frame to go through, fixing to go through the worst one of the worst famines and drought in the history. This great plan that God was designing. Hold on, Joseph. I'm sending you an exit, son. Hold on, Joseph. I'm fixing to show you a way out of here, son. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know how to get out of here, Brother Stephen. There is an exit. Amen. Hallelujah, Brother Aaron. Amen. Get me 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 2, verse 13. Amen. How about it, Joseph? I don't think I'll ever get out of here. I'm stuck down in this place of dungeon. What do he say, Brother Aaron? 10 and 12. Verse 13. Amen. Unless he falls. Amen. 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 What about it, Joseph? All of a sudden, they remember Joseph. Amen. Amen. There is an exit. There is an exit route. Let me show you where the exit is today. Right here. Right here. Amen. 
right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. You ain't got to tell me one thing that you've done. It's none of my business. But you can talk it over to him. Amen. You ain't got to tell me nothing. Matter of fact, I can't do nothing about it. Amen. Except pray with you and cry with you. Amen. Until you see the exit. Amen. There is a way out. There is an exit here this morning. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I read over there about a man called Judas. Amen. The Bible begins to tell us, it begins to tell us different things about Judas. Uh, but Brother Aaron, they begin to tell us uh, how Judas, uh, amen, we know how he betrayed the Lord. Uh, amen. There at the Last Supper, the Lord finally looks at him uh, and tells him what you know. In other words, what you're going to be doing, hurry, make it haste. Do it quickly. They go out, he runs out, and they think that maybe he's doing something to do with business or food. I don't know what he's doing. But the Lord knows what he's doing. Sells the Lord out for 30 pieces of silver. What amazes me is this. You hear me? Listen to me just for a minute. He walks in the garden of Gethsemane with part of those that's with him. They find Jesus and the disciples. He asks a question. And the Lord answers him. His answer is so powerful by the heart that it knocks Judas off his feet to the ground. Judas gets up, dusts the grass and dirt off his clothes, walks all the way to the door, the exit route, and he kisses his exit goodbye. <laughs> Kisses it, bye bye. Amen. How many times have you seen people get to the exit and they turn? Amen. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. <laughs> I don't know how it is today, but in hell, <laughs> there's no accent there. Are you hearing me today? Amen. Matter of fact, it scares the very, very, the very spirit, the very conscience. Uh, if he's even got a conscience, it very, it, it, it totally scares him to death to think about that. That's where he's going, brother Andrew. I'm talking about Satan. You see, there's no exit down there. There's no way out. Amen. Once you go, you never get out. 
don't know what scares him down there. I don't. But I do know this. God made a perfect heaven. Are you hearing me? A place, a beautiful place. Amen. 1,500 square miles, just a city, Brother Daniel. That's not including the new heaven. The whole entire beauty of heaven and all the golden streets and just the foundations and how it looks like transparent glass. What a beautiful sight that is. I was fortunate enough here a while back to go to, amen, D.C. Here a while back, I got to look at some of the things in D.C. Went through the Holocaust Museum. And I got to look at some of the places. They've got a design where if you've got small children with you, they've got it to where a certain height they can't see certain things. But I saw some of the most unhumane devices that Hitler had designed. Some of the things that he'd done to people. And I thought, God, that's horrible. But there is a place called hell that was was not designed for humans. It was not designed. It was supposed to be the most perfect place of torment for them. Amen. You hear me? Perfect. There in the Old Testament, I'm trying to hurry. There in the Old Testament, Brother Aaron, it begins to tell us about how, amen, how they begin to look upon Satan as they narrowly look upon him, Brother Daniel. And the Bible says uh, that as they're looking upon him, uh, amen, they, they stayed away. This can't be him. Amen. This one shook nations. This one shook the world. This one ruled the world. He told us that he would rule this place down here. But he's screaming just like the rest of us. You mean I followed him all the way here? He told me this was the accident. It didn't even lead nowhere. It led to destruction. Amen. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. I about preached to you in my heart. What you're looking at today is not an exit. Are you hearing me? It's destruction, but there's a way out. There's a way out. There's a way of escape today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I've preached to you in my heart. Maybe somebody get us a song. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't understand it, Brother Stephen. I don't either. How could somebody look? Out an exit and turn and go the other way. Amen. I've tried my best this morning to try to plead with you. There's a way out of that. 
There's a way out. It's right here. It's right here. God designed the greatest escape route plan. Jesus himself preached more on hell than he did on heaven. <laughs> Amen. You know why he was there? He knows how it was designed. <laughs> you can read this morning and it may seem like a fairy tale to you you can read over there talks about the rich man in hell he lifted up his eyes been in torment Amen. began to ask for just one drop of water we've heard that message preached a thousand times and hopefully we'll hear it again a lot of times we'll go home, we'll get us a big glass of water, Brother Art, and we'll kind of just we'll forget about it because we're in this world. We're over here. But over there, he's still begging for one drop of water. Tonight, you can go back there today and get you a good drink of water. But over there, there's no exit. There's no quench of thirst. It's total darkness. Sing when you're ready. I've preached to you my heart. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man. Still the end thereof are the ways of death. And there's a race the backslider and heart shall be filled with his own ways. I know how to get out of here, Brother Stephen. I know what I'm doing. But you must pay the cost. I can handle it myself. There is a way he made. The way is called holiness. He made a way of escape, Brother Daniel. I haven't made it to heaven yet. Amen. I can fall tomorrow. I can backslide tomorrow. Myself could. Amen. But the only way I can make it out of this way, make my way to heaven, is follow Jesus. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. It takes a daily walk. God, show me the exit route. A lot of times it's like I'm looking through a glass darkly. I can't always see my way out of my problems. Amen. But God, show me. Show me my exit. For the highway to heaven. Are you hearing me this morning? Still goes by the cross. <laughs> There's a heaven to gain. Oh. And a hell to shine. A hell to shine. The Still goes by. 
some of his members thought he was old-fashioned, unwilling to change with the times. So they found 